Here we go, spring of 2021. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode number 96. On this episode, we cover planting strategies. Jed planted some soybeans. I planted some soybeans along with some corn. I also have a pretty big announcement about land ownership and buying and selling land. Episode 96. So we'll do a quick recap here of the, my, well, and Jed's recent planting. Weston, have you been planting at all? Nope. Just nothing this spring going to kill. What do you, you had about a uh, eighth of an acre you're running last year? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty close. No, we actually, we did a. Except uh, that shit. Jesus. All right. So Jed just sent me a picture. Are we live? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. <laughs> God damn it. Went into my weird stuff on my... Oh, you want me to turn your phone on then? Well, just, just text it to my phone. I was, um, I was trying to be technologically advanced and airdrop Taylor something, and he's the one telling me not to be technologically advanced. So. Oh, I got it. So I that's have like, it. It's just that's like, the first I time. Don't, Max will do some weird stuff when sometimes... Um, <clears throat> so it looks like to me in that picture that you planted beans there. That's what you said? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that just like, what did you do? Skull, fuck, mow it? And then. No. So that was, uh, that was a bean field last year also. Um, and then. And did uh, you. Sprayed it. You, oh, you sprayed it. It got sprayed and then I just disked it. A couple times. Oh, it's fully disc there. I yeah. see that now. Mm-hmm. So just disc, broadcast the soybeans, and then drag nope. again? Nope. Uh, use the grain drill. Oh, you have a grain drill. Yeah, nice. Mark Mark does. I don't. Yeah. Not a farmer, he is. I didn't know that would fit in the in that plot. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Don't take long. No. What no. is it, like a four-row, eight-row? Oh, it's like a grain drill. I don't know how many rows it has. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> like for it's not for planting soybeans. It's for planting alfalfa and oats. Really? So yeah. it has smaller openings. Oh yeah, tighter and fuck. Jeez. Here's the deal. That's talk cool. talk to a real farmer one time about this. My uncle Al, and he said, "Well, you can plant with a grain drill, but people who normally do that close off every other like planting apparatus, so that it you know widens it out." like widens the row spacing because if you plant them too close together they just compete with each other and grow tall yes and don't grow as many beans close yeah and i was like well i don't really give a shit last year it grew really tall like he said it would um and still produce some beans i mean they hammered the shit out of the i mean if you're planting with a smaller opening i would i would I would almost lean towards being worried that it wouldn't wouldn't put out enough because the whole opening would be too small. It wouldn't be pushing them out the same level that 
know what I'm saying? No, I I don't follow. Like oats and alfalfa. Well, oats is a pretty. Oh yeah, good yeah, because seed. the seeds are so much. Oh smaller. yeah, but no, you uh, you can adjust how how you can like adjust the opening, opening yeah, okay. on each row. Oh, oh okay. Nice. You know, like so, it, like it. However many seeds it'll drop in each, like per revolution. Oh, so of the, like the. Oh yeah. Okay. So that drill, is like tight. Like there's there's a bunch of like, it's it's not like a corner soybean plant where it has like a whatever a foot in between oh two no rows god planting. no yeah. no it's like laying down it's like a grass planter like yeah seed okay, i yeah. got you um well, that's cool yeah. i did something we'll see how this goes kind of going back to the old nrcs debacle so i rented a utv grain like no-till two-roll like corn and soybean planter nrcs thing has gotten into a full battle with them but that's fine um so I actually use this thing, but the problem with the pollinator plantings is that the seed is so fine. Well, Jed, you we talked about it on the podcast that one day. It's like it's like weird, like fluffy and small. Yeah, it's it's almost like a <clears throat> it's not quite like like the like, dandelion like, seeds, you know, like when a dandelion heads out and it's just white and you can blow mm-hmm, the, yeah. the seeds off. It's not quite that like fine like, and like, light, w- like really, really like small wood shavings. Like that's like almost like the density that it has. Yeah, it's like it's like fluffy. I would I would say it's almost like um like the like the uh oh like the hulls on on actual oats or wheat. Yeah. Like before it's shucked, I guess mm-hmm. they are right. They call that shucking. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Back in the day. Um. Shucking anyways, so I put it together. So I obviously I I planted. I'll get into like planting the soybean and corn, but I. Uh, so I had successfully planted the soybeans, and I'm like, well, I have this bag of oats and peas mixed. I'm like, well, that the oats and peas are like the same size as the soybeans. So if I just use a soybean opening and then use like the oats and peas as almost like a nurse and put it all together i'd say it only planted like i I planted two acres worth of seed and i probably got like an acre and like three quarters like i almost got full coverage Mm -hmm. almost i almost like hit all the areas like it was coming out about right about right like it must have come out a little fast at the end because i had i was trying to finish up one spot and then i finished it and like looked back and they like just run out so we'll see how it works <laughs> then we'll see if like nrcs accepts it but i don't give a fuck honestly um it is what it is i'm just i wouldn't recommend it to anybody they're terrible and are I'm, are they I'm terrible or are you terrible not to not like this whole program is essentially like i'm gonna like disqualify myself so it is you <laughs> it is but i didn't know it was they didn't ex- dude okay <laughs> when this like, so are you do you just keep like testing the boundaries of how far well, that's, that's what, what i was done. doing i didn't right. know it was like hard set rules you're like oh i should be able to do this i, I was fucking crystal clear with these people i was like i'm gonna use this as a testing experience and we're gonna figure out the best method so i'm gonna try a couple different things and then i don't know if those those conversations like just weren't in people's heads or what but like when the time came and i'm like 
this is what I'm doing. And I, and I literally, I didn't change at all. I never was like, I'm going to do this and like go back on my word or anything. Like I, from the start said, I'm doing this. And then like the plans are written like very technical. But when my conversations were like, well, I, that doesn't exactly fit, but like, I'm going to do this, but we're going to get to the end point the same. And they'd be like, okay. And then I'd be like, okay. I'd be like, okay. Like, are you sure? Question and they'd be mind. like, okay, yeah, it's fine. And then, and then like we, we've started now and then they're like, well, no, it's not fine. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, what are we, what were we talking about for the last 10 months then? Cause this yeah. isn't like a short process. I've had a million conversations with these people. It's just, it comes down to this, man. It's, it's the government is the government is it's the government and it's a bunch, it's a people that they have the right idea. Like they have, obviously they probably have a good heart. Like they have a good, like the, the, the intention is good. You know, like mm -hmm. they're, they're doing it's like, I think in their heads, they're like performing some type of public service in a way. Right. Um, and most of their people they're dealing with are like, Farmers who are just trying to make it and get by and like maybe like are struggling and need help financially because like some of the planting stuff was like the, it would be like a quarter of what I would plant like for like plant density. But I, I, I just I didn't realize it was like as technical and there isn't any like common sense or like I don't know. it's just it's been an unfortunate experience. I'm not really out that much though. Like I'm out with the pollinator plantings, which that's fine. I'm not going to cry about putting awesome seed in my ground, you know, right. and all the fencing and all this stuff. Like I, I have to get it anyways. I'm just not committing to the, like the big one. The biggest part of the contract is like the actual, like permanent fencing. Well, <clears throat> in their plan, they want to run permanent fencing around this nine acre chunk that I wrote in the plan. So like I'm working with a 30 acre field I gave them nine acres because I, because everything I had heard before was like, they're like, you can go ahead and do it, but then you got to like follow their shit. And that's why I, I, I took as long as I did and went like spoke to them the way I did. Cause I was feeling the person out. Cause I, I'm pretty sure it depends on like the individual who's like running the program with you. Cause I think they're, they do have some common sense they can use. Um, <laughs> I think they do. Well, I would hope so. Well, but I, but dude, it's a government. So like, if right. you think about it, I, 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 I look Maybe. at it like being a cop. Okay. At the cop, there's laws that are written, we, but we have, we can use common sense. If someone's speeding, if someone's going 57 in a 55. Technically most likely, they're breaking the law. Technically they are. But most According likely to yeah. the technical law. Yeah. Yes. But there's an unwritten law that's like, well, you don't stop anybody unless they're going over 10. Is that the unwritten law? That is the unwritten law. I thought it was seven. Nine, your seven nine, you're fine. Ten, you're mine. Damn. Duh. Everybody knows yeah. that. Like legit, like that's coming from troopers, and that was like that was my like unwritten, unwritten thing. It just was like you didn't stop anybody unless they're going over ten, on a highway. There's some people that will like adjust that in town. Like if you're in a twenty-five, and you're going like seven over, they might stop you, because they I don't know whatever you want to look okay. at that, yeah. but um. I know I know a girl who got a, a ticket for going two mi miles an hour over the speed limit. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't even know who like. Oh, it was a trooper, obviously. Yeah, but even according to some of like when I've talked to them, that wouldn't even fly in their system. Apparently, with this guy, it did. 
I would be dropped in court. I guarantee you that. Um, so your job is to perceive. You're supposed to take the like. Obviously, things are written technically, mm-hmm. and then you you you're gonna like use your own judgment. And like in this situation, like you see the technical stuff. So you're you're working with the same person throughout the whole process. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you gotta like assign the guy or a girl. Okay. And it's been the same person the whole time. So the same person, I'm like, hey, I don't want to till on this farm. Hey, I'm not big on like fertilizer or like amendments or like like we. Just, I just kind of want to see what happens. Like let nature take its course, and we're gonna put animals on the farm, and like I'm just gonna throw seed around. Like I hope to get a no-till planner, but if I don't, it's nothing. Like because guess what? If somebody wants to do this kind of shit. A prerequisite should not be having to have to buy have to have a $25,000 tractor and then a $30,000 no-till planner. Right. That's bullshit. That's dumb. That's why everyone's tilling because it's so much cheaper. Right. So in order for us to get to the point where it's like, you don't, like, I get that it's going to look nicer. It's going to end up, you're going to technically have a better yield. But are you farming the stuff on top of the ground or are you farming the things underneath the ground? I think... My, if I just follow like the general framework of my goals on the property, I'm technically farming the soil in a way where I'm like just trying to improve the soil. Well, if, if that's all I think about blinders on, just improve the soil and everything will work out in 10 years, you're going to have a fucking awesome place. Improve the soil, improve the soil. Don't get caught up in like the high yields, high yields. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not depending on this for a livelihood, you know, I don't need to. Mm Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm trying to get to the point where it's like we we figure out a system that's repeatable, that isn't detrimental to the soil. Like I, people that do that's fine if it's part of like the way you make a living, and it definitely is much more simple. I'm looking out here at a fucking field full of ragweed. I get it, <laughs> and I've mowed a lot this year. Like I'm mowing. Like your time gets made. Like, I think you can make up for doing that stuff by mowing. Unfortunately, mowing takes a lot more time. So I understand why people would spray and why people would till. I get it, but I'm just trying to find a different mm-hmm. option. Not to mention, it's a poor man's option too. Which, because guess what, man? It's expensive enough to buy land. It's bullshit that everyone like. In order for you to do something, you have to buy all this other stuff too. But it's all part of the industrial complex of agriculture. There, I said it. <laughs> and that's why the government's involved, and that's why they're trying to force you to do it. Because if the government didn't just slightly push you towards using the chemicals. The chemical companies would make what? They wouldn't make as much money. Right. Those are pretty big companies. Mm-hmm. Those are corporations that are making a shitload of money. Just a vicious cycle. It's a cycle. It's like with almost any other industry. Well, anything that the government, government has their hands on, yeah, we're the, the the aggressive oversight, mm-hmm. and then they give you a little. It's like not even that much money, and it's not like you still have to pay for it. They just like cost share percentage back. Like it's not it's not like a crazy amount of money, but they they like they're like we're gonna give you a little bit of money, and then we're literally gonna hold you hostage, and you're gonna do exactly what we want. But which is fine if that's the way it is. That's fine. I would never have participated. But when I've talked, when I talk for months to these people, and I'm like, "This is what I want to do," doesn't seem to fit exactly what your guys's technical stuff is, and they'd be like, "Okay, that's fine." Yeah, everybody, you know, everybody's always doing something a little bit different. But then now I was like, "Well, geez, like, 
You're doing crazy shit. Like, well, yeah. I said I was going to. Hmm. So, anyways. The winter rye cover crop was a success by just broadcasting into standing soybeans. Then I had standing corn that I broadcasted in July. A cover crop of, like, clovers... And I don't remember what was all in it. I thought it was a complete waste, but that field is full of like nice, like crimson clover, like red clover. It's actually amazing. Um, so the winter rye, the problem I had with that, let it get too mature and it like started seeding the cattle. Once I put them on it, which the original purpose of that was the cattle were going to go on it and stomp it into the ground and essentially act the same way, like what a roller crimper would do because mm -hmm. it's and I, I can attest to this 100 if you if you do roll that shit down properly right now at this right stage it, it literally is dead and it's a perfect layer of mulch because I, I started just driving over it with my truck <laughs> i was just driving around in the field because the tires were a little wider because i noticed it on like when uh and then i so I, then i sprayed i actually did use herbicide on two acres no yeah, I sprayed at two acres and because the cattle thing didn't work. My initial plan was to run cattle through the whole thing and, like, in the perfect world. I don't have enough cattle. The density needed to be higher. If I would have had three times as much, it probably would have worked better. But they just didn't stomp on it and they didn't eat it. Um, the parts I did, it's dead, and it did work out well. So that's pretty cool. So if I did run three to four times more on the areas I ran it, they would terminate that. And you would literally, you, you could get away with not using any equipment. Theoretically, if I would have had more cattle, I could have broadcasted. <sighs> okay. So say like, okay, so let's, let's, let's take field one as an example. I had no inputs last year except one herbicide spray on it. Um, post Roundup Ready soybeans. So there's soybeans. Roundup Ready, I sprayed it once and then just broadcasted it in cover crops. First cover crop I thought failed. It kind of did. There was some shit that came up this spring from it. Second cover crop in September was the winter rye. That did not fail. That was that ended up being a huge success. Giant, like Everything was covered in it last fall. And then it came back and was a, a huge success. Okay, so let's think about what, what do you want to put in that field this year? I wanted to put corn in it because if you're going to follow soybeans, nitrogen's in the soil, corn's mm -hmm. the natural follower, plus the winter rye will put, uh, it'll uh, sequester nitrogen or sequester carbon and there's, there's whatever. It's, it, the field hopefully would be ready for corn. Um, the problem is corn is, I guess, winter rye is toxic to corn, so it has to be terminated. Like you can't, it can't be alive. Um. So if you but if you were to say like say you're gonna do soybeans, and then maybe do like a clover field, you could broadcast clover into the standing winter rye, graze cattle over it. They would trample everything, st stampede it, terminate it, and you would just leave it. And you could walk away from that and not even put a fucking thing of equipment on it, and it would probably be an amazing clover like food plot. Now in this situation, trample the um, cattle terminate and then get them off before you drill with a no-till drill either corn or soybeans so the other field is the was soybeans terminated with 
herbicide then drilled with corn. So I'm testing between, I'm testing to see the toxic, toxicity, whether it's true, like if I need to spray, if that happens where it gets out of hand, I, the cattle don't terminate it for me to see. Um, so like one field I have not sprayed yet. If I need to, I'll spray post, like got Roundup Ready stuff. And then the other field I did spray and it's, it's incredible. I, it died in like a week and mm -hmm. it's like the most perfect layer. It's like someone just laid a bunch of straw on the ground and the drill just went right through it. And I don't know, I feel pretty confident about that field. Now, obviously I want to get to the point where we're not using herbicide. That would be the goal, but I would elect because I just elect to use herbicide over tilling because you could terminate it tilling too. Or with a roller crimper. But a roller crimper, there you go again. It's like fucking three grand to go buy a roller crimper. And you, you're going to use it just for that, which that's the point of the cattle. Mm -hmm. just to get, I just have to get more. So we'll see what happens. That's the that's kind of the major testing things for food pots is the is to see. Because I would say overall the winter ride was, was a success. It, I definitely the cattle should be on there earlier, but I think there's other ways. It's possible that there's other ways. The problem is everyone who's pushing the roller crimper in the hunting industry and in the farming industry have they're selling roller crimpers. So it's like of course they're gonna say like you can't terminate any other way. I just mold it, so I'm gonna see what that does because I I don't know like. The idea is the roller crimper breaks the stem in like eight parts, and that's what terminates it. I got the same exact result by just driving over with tires. It's just the problem is it takes time. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a small enough thing, you just drive over it a bunch. So I don't know. But mowing, I feel like I thought about just like tilling. I thought about using a tiller too and like like tilling like above ground. Like like grazing the top of the ground, but I could I can't get the fucking tiller to like just I can't get it to float above ground. It'll whenever it like touches ground, it wants to it like it like catches sinks it and like in. sinks in. Well, it's kind of the point of a tiller. I, I know, but it, <laughs> wouldn't that be? I feel like you just do you what just, I tell it to do. <laughs> Try to control or, the piece of machinery. <laughs> yeah, you've got problems, man. I do. <clears throat> Speaking of problems, I've I have dove into another venture. Yes. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. A certified realtor. I shared it. Realtor obviously. agent. Yeah, I appreciate it. I thought it was a realtor. It is. Realtor. 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 Yeah. If you say realtor, I guess you're technically an idiot. Almost, yeah, I guess you're like, I guess. Well, I'm going to keep being an idiot then. Realtor. Realtor. <laughs> yeah, it's realtor. Land and farm agent for a local company here. Yeah, congrats, man. That's awesome. Well, why would you say congrats to that? Yeah, why you gotta be so fucking awkward? It's not, it was, well, people say congrats. Uh, but it's like what was that accomplished? Well, I know, but it's a it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah, how do you know? It's a good step in a new direction. The company oh! is called. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah, I think I think people probably look at it and they're like, "Wow, I just am all over the place." It's I not, did uh, actually hear that today. Did you? Yeah. Someone said that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Write their name down. Um, who? I heard it. Bobby Oh, Bobby. Yeah, whatever. Um, 
it may seem like that, but it's really not because it all works it's together. It's all intertwined. It is, yeah. The problem is, the, well, my marketing agency had been working with realtors, and we'd, we'd been, we had gotten to a point where it's like I was getting roadblocked on like certain deals because they'd be like, well, the only only way we can do certain things is if, is you if you're a licensed agent. It's like, well, f- I'll just go get a license then. Sonny Dunn did that. In six days, <laughs> which I guess was kind of weird. Oh, my God, you did it that fast? I, I literally signed up for the class and had my license, so I had gotten the test, went down to Madison, took the test in six days. Was done with it. How I, many people were really just mad about that? I don't think anybody knows about that. Besides, well, I knew about it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I don't think. But I, I think there's a lot of people that. Yeah, they probably take like months to do it because I think the normal thing is like six months. It's first of all, don't. don't it's a pain easy. in the ass. It's okay. not. It's not easy. It's not <laughs> easy. Like I had to. I it consumed my life for like four days, because of the six days I worked on it for four. In those four days, I had to like, Bug about. kind of, <laughs> kind of. I mean, you have to go through it. Like, there's no way to skip. You can't like skip it. Okay, but here's that's the what thing. I said because I'm like, I feel like I know enough already. Like, I feel like I could just pass it right now. The thing, the thing I that, would like, not have been able to pass it. I, I, there's a good thing that that the course like makes you go through and take tests yeah. and shit. If I wouldn't have done that, I would have failed it. I thought I was failing it the whole goddamn time I was taking it until I figured out that essentially all the answers were right in front of me. <laughs> Because they give you the contracts, so you can you can look through all the like like technical like contracts. Oh, all the answers answer are in the question. there. Oh. Unfortunately, you have to read through. I don't know. Is it is it time? hundreds and hundreds of pages is of like time? legal documents? Yeah, it's time. You have four hours. It took me three, which is crazy because I've never taken that long on a test. But I was like, I almost gave up halfway through because I finished it, and I'm like, ah, that's good enough. I'm like, you didn't pass that, you pussy. She went back. So I'm like, go back through. And I went back through the whole goddamn thing and like reread everything. And yeah, the only thing I'm mad about is they didn't give me a score. They just oh. said that you passed. Pass. Like, oh, like, what was my score? And the guy's like, we don't do that. I'm like, what was it? <laughs> I know you can see it. You just, I mean, instantly. Tell me how many I got wrong. Just tell me what I did. <laughs> tell me if I like, I'm going to go around and passed? brag about it. <laughs> did I like, barely pass? Like, how many points off did I get? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure people struggle with it. I'm, I I am 100 percent sure of that. But that, and also that's how my brain works, man. Like that was my goal in college. I just my I thought it was more interesting to see how little work I could do and pass, <laughs> versus actually just like pat like getting a good grade. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I was I mean, just always obsessed with being the first one done with a test. I know, and that's the biggest thing I had to fucking stop myself because I'm like, just chill out. Like, was there, was there like other people in? In the room taking the test? Yes. Did you beat all of them done? I don't know. I'd be so Because I think there's other things that people are taking. Like, there's people, like, coming in and shit oh. at different times. It's tough to, it was tough to take the test and keep tabs on everybody is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I didn't keep tabs on yeah. people. I was – I was I got locked in. That was I like, get locked in. That was, like, the only time I was good at multitasking. Well, yeah, the thing that I remember most just from living together is like the fact that you can just like lock in on something like read a book in one day yeah i can do that things just consume your life and it's a little bit yeah it's like i'd be like oh taylor what are you gonna do with all your free time today oh you're just gonna sit here and read this nicholas sparks book okay (laughs) 
read one. Thankfully, read a, read a I read a book in like sixteen hours. For some reason, I was yeah. Well, I thought I'd pick up girls better if I just read a bunch of Nicholas Sparks books. Did it work? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Definitely a good thing to talk about at a bar. Thankfully, I switched that into actual like knowledgeable stuff. So like, I, I couldn't imagine reading a book like that now. Yeah, whatever puke. you still do. No, I, I don't. It was a notebook. I, I have a rule that if a book has to have some type of educational content in it or I will not touch it. Or I think it's a waste of time. Just like I I have a hard time watching like Netflix shows that are just like for entertainment. I think it's stupid. Wow, just attacking me right now. <laughs> calling me stupid. Yeah, cool. I hate pointless Netflix shows. <laughs> so anyway. oh, I actually happen to love them. Yeah, me too. That was sarcasm. The, I don't so I, for him. I definitely I can understand people's things when they're like he's all over the place I'm not all over the place the marketing company I have works directly with real estate companies it's also intertwined with this real estate agency um, so that they essentially work together plus all the marketing I I out I have my own team on the marketing agency do it so I'm out ahead on that the hunting side I was doing, we were doing some consulting stuff and I, wa- I gave fucking realtors, like I would send people to realtors and I'd be like, I don't, I feel like I could just do that myself. Like I would just take that person and go through the buying process. I'm obsessed with, with, uh, with real estate. I just am. I like, I like the idea of buying a lot of land and I like the idea of real estate and it's, it, it's, uh, it's like an educational thing that I don't think everybody has and there isn't a lot of people in this. I, I kept looking back at this area because you have the big, you have the big, um, like outdoor whitetail property, mm-hmm. whitetail property Pro- type people. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all corporate. They're all like big <laughs> corporate. Uh, it's hard to relate with those people. And I think a lot of the land around here that's going for sale is like old like family generational farms where mm-hmm. and then you see these people get a hold of them and they're like listed just outrageously and yeah like okay so that might be okay that might be a thing but like i i just i was always wondering like how much are these people even getting like told like explained like what's happening like how much say do they even have and like the process that happens like this is their fucking lifelong farm they're splitting it up because obviously something happened or they needed to cash out whatever the reason reasoning is like i don't know i thought there was a place for someone local that had some care about what happens to the prop land around here um to step in and actually do a good job for people plus i the new directions team like i have a big ass team a big real estate company that i can like if i i can I can kind of oversee stuff, but then I can have, like, I can, like, send people, like, if somebody comes to me and it's, like, I either haven't had experience in that situation or if I have other things going on, I can send them to another agent that I trust because I'm in intertwined with that company, mm-hmm. but I can oversee the whole thing and make sure they get taken care of properly and kind of, like, do the thing where it's, like, hey, this is a good hunting property for these reasons. This is a good, this is a good farming property for these reasons. Like, what's your goal? So... But yeah, I mean, I am crazy. I am crazy. I do a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Spinning a lot of plates. That's all right. Yeah, I mean that. But that's I feel like that's what your twenties are for. 
I, I mean, I still have no idea what I'm doing when I'm growing up. Like, I have no idea what my career is. I have no idea what my main business is. I do know I like real estate. I'm always going to be involved in some sort of real estate. The license, it was kind of just a, might as well get it because I can do a lot of other stuff with it. And, and for the time being, it works with everything else I'm doing. And for now, it'll be, I'll put, I'll put a lot of effort into it. And if you're interested in buying or selling property right now, I am the number one agent in the area. I've already self-proclaimed that. <laughs> Seriously, who would you who would you rather like have I not hunted all over this area? Have I not drove every goddamn road in Crawford, Vernon, and La Crosse? I was a county sheriff in, in those three counties. I've literally drove every single road. Mm-hmm. I've been every single place. Who would you rather go to to buy land from or buy or sell your land with? Somebody who's done it before? <laughs> oh! Just, you know, just a little more Which experience. is why I'm saying I have the real estate company as my back end because oh, I can't mess anything up because they, like, approve everything. So all the technical legal stuff, I have someone to oversee that for me. So it's best case it's best case scenario. If I were to go, like, a small place or even, like, a big place that didn't wasn't, like, as hands-on, then, yeah, there would be – I would – I'd probably be like, I don't know. But like these people, like this this company is very hands on. Literally, I will have someone overseeing everything, like all the paperwork. It's 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 a perfect if it's it's a perfect situation for me. And we'll see where the future goes. But yeah, ready to sell? You want to buy some land, Weston? Mm, Prices are aggressive. I'll I'll just take the leasing for right now. But I will say. They aren't as crazy as like the residential stuff. Like the like the land market is is much more consistent and steady than residential, and so is the pricing. Like it's not like we've definitely had a price increase in the area, but we've also like even in the 08 crash, land never really dropped in this area. You go back to land prices; it's been a steady increase forever. Mm-hmm. Even back to when my dad. <laughs> had an opportunity to buy 100 acres at $250 an acre in the early 90s. Think about that. It wasn't that long ago. Don't get me started. 250 an acre. Huh? 250 an acre, 100 acres, 25 grand. Mm-hmm. Got paid off. I'm pretty sure in logs. Because back dude, then, that's what logs, happened. Yeah, that's logs, what happened back the then. The log, like the log prices, weren't that different than now. So people could go in and buy a bunch of land, log it. Log it. Pay it off. Get pretty close. I, I have I have at least one uncle who has done that with multiple farms. And guess what? He still owns it. And not an uncle, a great uncle. Yeah. And he's probably complaining about the tax. He's probably paying more now for taxes than like his like payments originally were for the places. Honestly. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I, think about it. If you if you bought a twenty like for that place, sure. Hundred acre, twenty five thousand dollar farm, your payments say is on a twenty year thing. Dude, he didn't have payments, though. Like, he bought it and logged it the same year, and it was done. Oh, my God. That's crazy. It's not like... Like, just think about that. Just think about that, though. I have. How how was that even a thing? How did the person selling it not understand that 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 they were just giving everything away? You know what I mean? Well, it's 
I don't know. I don't I don't know because I wasn't alive then. Yep. Same. I don't know what was going on, but I only think well, I can. Probably only... just people that just didn't want to go through the headache of having. To yeah, there's a lot of that where it's, it's just like, like people don't know. Just need some quick money, or if they didn't know what they really had. How could you not know? I don't know. It could have been like handed down to them, and they just have no idea. So yeah, I think the, the big thing we see now is like okay, so like our parents' generation grew up on farms, mm-hmm. for the most part. Yep. They, I'm pretty well, maybe not Jed's as much, but like. Probably both of ours. Our parents didn't have that like intense like need to own land because they grew up with it. They were like not give. I'm not saying they were given it. It's just they had different priorities. If you were handed something as a kid, just like us, like we were handed technology. We don't like it's just part of our like whatever. Mm-hmm. They were handed land, not only handed it, forced to work on it. Came to probably not like it that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's face it, our. Like, our parents were born into slavery, essentially. Essentially. A little different, but yeah. Well, right. <laughs> I would, I mean, I just, part of me is like, I, well, let's see how bad it really was. Because you guys sure do complain about it a lot. Um, no, nah, my, my parents don't. My parents I, I wouldn't say my parents complain about it a lot, but like, I know my, my dad didn't complain about it a lot, but it was definitely, it pushed it to a point where it's like I didn't want anything to do with it. Sure. And most of that family that happened to it. So it's like obviously it's something and it's a pretty common thing I think with uh people in generation. So it's I think it's it's exciting cuz our generation speak of the devil has more of that drive to own land, <laughs> I think. Sure. That's where mine came from. I didn't have it as a kid. Became obsessed with it. Have to have it. Have to get it. Have to get my hands on it. But yeah, it's. I think there's an avenue, but it's a creative one. Like to do what you like, what those guys did. Like, there's no situation where you can just buy land and log it and pay for it right now. But. You can still be smart about it. You can, you can, I mean, I worked with somebody this year, this winter, around a property, and they were able to log. So they had bought a new property. It was like 175 acres or 200 acres or something. It was like a, say, in between four hundred and $600,000. <clears> Came in, and you could say the same thing about this landowner. That's a good price. Yeah. I think it was right on that half mil. You for, they, two, for 200 acres ish must have been like 150 because i think it was i think it was priced at like 3500 area it was a pretty good deal which them, is a good deal mm-hmm. yeah um and you could say the same thing about this landowner but it was an old farmstead that was kind of degraded people were letting it go and all they were doing was is uh renting out the field it's like 80 acres of tillable so that brings in like 12,000 well, what's 80 times, uh, like, say, 150 would be the easiest? Well, that would be 12 grand. Okay. Wow. I'm so good at math. I didn't even know I was doing that. <laughs> they also came in, and a logger pulled off 80 grand worth of walnuts in the first month. <clears throat> so, 80. Take that 80. They're, they, they're buying it just for hunting reasons mm-hmm. and recreational pieces. 
you plus you have the 12 so say let's take it at two years that's about a hundred grand in two years of, of income from that property that's fucking that's crazy that's and they insane. left some walnuts so they had something in say five years well the liability on that say it's five hundred thousand over like 20 years i mean you're looking at uh 35 to four a month so you're looking at but somewhere between 35 and 45,000 a year liability to pay. Not to mention you're taking care of your principal or you're taking care of like your interest payments for sure on that. Just on the just on the rent. So you're really just paying down the principal. Um if you're paying, but they technically cash flowed for 2 years. So it's like, you know, you just cash flowed this whole property for 2 years with that money. So theoretically, you could just sit and hunt and and improve the property for 2 years. And then in two years, you sit back and be like, hey, this is like prime property. What if you sold it? Mm-hmm. What's the investment? Re- what's the return on that? Because you're going to, you just, you probably just bumped up the value of it for sure. Well, especially if you shoot a nice buck out of it. Well, just you, you, you groom the trail, you like well, upkeep yeah. the trails, you put yeah. some food plots in, you improve the, because where those walnuts were, that's not exactly great deer habitat. That's the weird little thing when we talk about like land ownership and like in land management. There's this weird thing where some people who want to buy land and some people and if you're these people, like that's fine. Like some people have the money and just want to buy a really good turnkey property for recreational like hunting. Sweet. But if you find these pieces that have like maybe some good timber value or, or whatever it is. You're actually improving. You're actually improving the timber habitat. You're improving the actual habitat for the animals. You're making it a better hunting property, pulling cash off. In this scenario, they cash flow for two years. So in two years, you sit back, you hunt, you pull your trail cameras. You could have an amazing listing ready. Maybe you hold on for another year. Okay, you actually pay something out of your own pocket for a year. You're still going to flip it, right? And you'd be able to make a shitload of money on. That's an actual investment. It's an actual investment, like repeatable investment uh, strategy, similar to like buying and rent, like buying like rentals or buying apartment complexes. It's not as you're not going to make millions on it, most likely. It's not as simple and clear cut as that stuff, but there is a there is an avenue. That's what I nerd out on is finding those avenues. So anyways, if you're interested in buying or selling land, just get a hold of me. I think you know how. If you come through this podcast, might even buy Weston a new mic. How would you like that? This mic's well, fun. Weston's got to show up too. He's been kind of MIA for a while, hey, and man. I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> the only reason I'm glad that he's here this week he is beer. well, okay. There's two reasons, I guess. He brought beer, and he's going to get punch shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not. For what? What was the reasoning? Uh, for you, I think it, <sighs> he ruined. Freddie Peralta's no-hitter. That was a good game. Yeah, it was a great game. Just started talking about the no-hitter. Cardinal sin. You will pay for it, too. Mm, Come on, dude. A nut shot? Yeah. No. Punishment fits the crime. Remember how cocky he was about the the, uh, Cubs being in first? Yeah, I do. Well, they were in first place. They still are. Are they outright? You were really <laughs> proud of the outright part. I never, yeah. I never used the word outright. You capitalized yeah, it. Yeah, you did. Uh, 
Were you uh? Said alone. I th- I mean, were you alone. uh? No, I wasn't. Drunk. Whatever. Anyways, I looked away from the standings for a couple days, and I'm like, Brewers playing well. And I looked back. Cubs had a tough series in in San Francisco. San Fran, huh? San Fran's a good team. It's actually insane how well they're playing. They're in first place in that division. Brewers are playing pretty insanely right now because their pitching is sustained and now they're hitting. That's a scary team if they can actually. I will say, Peralta is just having like, and Corbin Burns and Woodruff, I guess. Like I'm saying, the pitching is sustained. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. I would. I mean, we're all sitting at sub two. I would give ERAs. I think right now. I would give a lot. I think to have sub two. I would give a lot to have one of those. I can't imagine not being that. Well, he yeah, well, Jacob DeGrom is uh, .65, which is disgusting. Yes, .65. Yes. Oh I did not see that number. I saw .71, which probably okay. he had another. Which maybe st- after his last start. Yeah, probably had another start of gave insanity him, like, and yeah. it just dropped. And I saw a thing that he threw, like, to start a game, he threw, like, nine pitches above 100 miles an hour, too. Like, stop it. Well, obviously something weird is happening with the pitchers. <clears throat> oh, yeah. There's been, what, and six or seven no-hitters. Yes. Yeah, Freddie only has a two two five. He's a little high. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. What a loser. Uh, and I think Burns he dropped back down below to you after yesterday's performance. What he's like at one that. six. That's the thing. Like every like there's a lot of people pitching like that though. So like Well they they're putting up numbers that are like are all three like, <clears throat> and they're running for the Cy Young, but then like you said, like And then there's Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, and, and there's there's been somebody that's thrown two no hitters this year, right? Hasn't there been a pitcher that threw back-to-back mm-hmm. outings? Like, oh no, the team maybe threw back-to-back. Yes. Yeah. The. No, the pot. No, I don't think so. There's been two teams that have got no hit twice. So the Mariners yeah. have gotten no hit once or twice, and then. Rangers. I thought there was the something Rangers, like crazy where like, I thought the way I'd I had heard it before where like the pitcher like back-to-back starts through a no hitter, which no. would be nuts. But maybe it was the team. I don't know. I don't know if there's been a team that's had two. Maybe it was a team got back to back no hit. That would be crazy. In different too. series. <laughs> Man. Well, a lot of people are saying the Brewers haven't gotten no a hit. A lot of people are saying that there's like banned substances that people are that pitchers are using. It's like it's it's how it is with baseball. It's just like we move on to the next scandal, it seems like. Yeah. It's like whatever, just let let them take steroids well, and like let that, them put you uh, on their hands. St. Louis Cardinals head coach can't uh, shilt. Is that how you say his last name? I have no idea who. Anyway, what did you call him? Sh- is it Mike Schilt? No, what did you call him like as a position? The head coach. Or manager. It's called a manager, okay, Weston. Manager. Dumb, dumb. Fucking idiot. He, uh, <clears throat> he, because one of his pitchers got, they had to switch out his hat because he had like a whatever on his fucking hat. He like said, well, this is the this is the black eyed baseball right now, and I just don't think it's a it's a great time, or I don't think it's the right time to be like shedding light on it. It's like everybody knows. That well, the that's the thing. Are, like that, the pitchers are so using awkward stuff. because like you can almost read their lips when they get in trouble. It's like, are you really? Well, because the thing, yeah, <laughs> and then like sometimes like they're just like, yeah, like point to the other dog. I was like, okay, yeah, like seriously, like, like you're gonna choosing? complain about that. Well, the thing is, like, everybody thinks they'd liven the baseball. It's, like, you know, because everyone wants to see home runs. So all these pitchers are counteracting it with. 
it's dumb. I know that. I just hate the world right now. Just let everybody and their cheat. conspiracy theories. I don't theories. even care. Like I have to deal with it at work with like conspiracies about Trump, and now I got to deal with it with you guys about conspiracies <laughs> in baseball. Fucking juice. Like fuck off. Let them all well, juice. Jack, I don't. If care. you think for a second that they're not like like this isn't just like a. Uh, this this yeah, is unspoken. Yes, unspoken yes. Thing. All the pitchers use some weird shit for grip. All the teams steal signs. Shut true. the fuck right. up about it. I agree. I'm sick of hearing about it. Quit talking about it. <laughs> well, it's just dumb when Major League Baseball is like, we're gonna, we're gonna really like. No, you're not. Lock down on something. No, you're not. So you know why? Because that. you don't want your like good hitters getting hit in the fucking face. Like, remember when Mike Fires just drilled Stanton in the face? They don't want that anymore. Yeah, get some better grip on the ball. Please and thank you. That's what I yeah. say. Just let them Shut fucking, the fuck up about it. Let them all juice, too. Well, Why not? I would assume there's steroids by now, too, that aren't even that bad oh. for you. I'm all for. Fuck yeah, him. put Bonds in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. I don't give a fuck. All right. What? He's the best hitter of all time. That's a conversation for a different podcast. Let's have it right now. Because I don't think he is. Who do you think of? Pete Rose? Uh, Pete Rose, yeah. But Pete... Dude. Why are you just tying your shoe? Because they're untied. It's right now had to be the time, huh? Wow, you got a haircut. Yeah, shame. Looks buzzed, stupid. Buzzed it all off. Number four. Pete Rose is... Yeah, I would agree. He's one of the best pure hitters of all time. Okay, and now you're going to argue with me after just saying that you agree with me. Go on. But he's not the best. Barry Bonds is. And we're not going to have this conversation right now because this isn't the conversation that... The who's who's the here. who's the Red Sox guy to hit 400 in a season? We should probably throw him in this conversation. Uh, Lou Gehrig? No. No, he Ted was Williams? a Yankee. Teddy. Ted Williams, yeah. He should yeah, probably be in the conversation. Like, yeah, you, there's like fucking Ichiro if you really want to talk about it. Dude's got like 5,000 hits between Japan. Well, and yeah. Who? Oh, Pete Rose said yeah, like, what do we know how old he is either. What are we going to do? Count JV hits now too or what? <laughs> that was a badass quote. Much respect, Pete. Rose Pete Rose also was like fucking a 16-year-old. So like, do we really have to talk So was Elvis. Yeah. Just Look, what's up. your point? It's fucked up. I don't even think we want to know about the most fucked up shit that happens in baseball. No, I don't think we want to either. Hey, what did you, uh, <clears throat> speaking of fucked up shit, <laughs> what did you text the group earlier today? I don't know. Do you want to go on record saying this about Bill Michaels' trusted source? Oh. Uh, no. <clears throat> Here. Here Weston is just reporting news before anybody else. No, Adam Schefter tweeted it too. No, he didn't. No. Yeah, he did. No. He said Aaron Rodgers is not going to show up. No shit. Okay, okay. you said Aaron Rodgers is gone. They said no. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. Well, they said Denver has a trade package ready. <laughs> and so Weston tweets, texts the group. I'm busy doing stuff. You I know. No, I, I didn't mean. I didn't mean like he goes, he's Rogers gone. Is gone. So I look instantly look at Twitter. I'm like, well, obviously same. It would be same. Like, okay, okay. I meant I'm, like I'm looking for a Barry McCockner tweet <laughs> saying that he's gone, and I Weston meant, just got McCocknered again I meant for like the fifteenth time in his life. I meant theoretically, he's gone. 
you guys are fucking, such an not, idiot. Everybody sits and just stares at their phone all day like you. So when you just text no. a group like that of people I who are I was listening busy, to Bill busy, on the radio while I was who are working. Busy doing stuff. And then I see that. Sweating my. And I'm in the middle of something. And I'm like, oh. Gotta go. I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> bathroom break. All I'm saying is just. Just admit to being a communist. <laughs> just admit to it. Just get ready. You have the hammer and sickle flying somewhere in your house, don't you? What? I don't know what that means. Is that like a communist Russia thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, obviously. Soviet Union, obviously. Uh, Ball should we go idiot. plant some? Go plant in the garden. That's what. You, that's what will make up for it. We're out here planting the garden tonight. Go ahead and get out there and get your hands dirty. I got my hands dirty all day. I'm not uh, getting my hands dirty anymore. <laughs> I always knew you were a shirker. What language are you speaking? Old timey folk. <laughs> when you when you don't do something, it's called shirking. Okay. Haven't you ever watched uh, the Outlaw Josie Wales? No, it's probably yes, st- I have. Stupid thing. Rogan had a podcast with uh, Clint Eastwood's son. Did Pretty he? Good. He's just starting to talk about what it's like to be his son. It's probably really hard. Well, I don't. It doesn't seem like he's an easy guy to talk to. Perfect. Um, <laughs> did you know? Great. So he, the story he just told was just crazy. He, his, Clint Eastwood was in a plane accident in a war. Okay. And obviously, it was, you know, it was like, I think it was in the Korean War. <clears throat> his family was notified of the plane accident. Obviously, you assume he's dead. Yep. Because of technology. He could not notify that he was alive for a week. <laughs> so before he, was he got just back, like so, presumed he, dead for think a week about, by just his family. Though, yeah. like other people, like knew. I think I don't know, but he couldn't tell his mom that he wasn't dead for like a week. Think about that. Like, what were you doing? Like, think about how different those times were. Like, you just almost die, and you're like, yeah, you can't just I like, can't make, just go to grab you a can't phone, just, like, make a Facebook status. Like, no, I'm alive. I might. <laughs> That's I'll what I'd it. say if I got a plan. I might. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, everyone have a great week. God damn it, I didn't talk about the rain yet. We, we're in a drought again. Oh, my God. We're in a drought. No rain. No rain we're coming. in a drought. No rain for two weeks. Jay doesn't want to hear it. I am, I am so sick of people complaining about the weather. Okay. You aren't complaining about the heat? Well, I don't like it, but, like, I don't just continually bitch about it. Oh, I just, God, <clears throat> slip right into June. Now we're into high 80s and 90s, just it aggressively. And it's just, ever since I brought a chicken onto the place, no rain. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Here's the deal, man. I brought chickens on here, and there's been no rain. Like, we haven't got much rain. Mary and Don got it. They, they, they don't need any help. Yeah, it's their job that garden planted too late already all right everybody have a good week we out bye bye